Welcome to this amazing, mind-blowing podcast. Right now on the line, I'm joined by Julia Deans. Morning, Julia. <laughs> Good morning. How are we today? Uh, brain is slowly waking up. I'm not an early bird. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. What am I doing in this job? Um, yeah. Right, picture this. It's the year 2000, uh, which is futuristic as hell at the time. So futuristic. <laughs> I mean, Beyond 2000 was such a crazy show, if you remember that one. Um, you know, the Y2K bug, panic led to nothing. Uh, Dame Kerry DeKanawa and David Bowie didn't end up playing in Gisborne. Uh, like was promised, uh, if you remember that one, at the dawn of the new millennium. Uh, uh, George Bush has been elected in the US, and on the 24th of September, Fur Patrol released their debut LP, Pet. What a year. <laughs> Amazing. That's right, that's right. I'm so glad David Bowie didn't play that show. But anyway, anyway, um, what an, I mean, what a seminal New Zealand album, like an absolute classic. And now um, we're here 20 years later, uh, and what better way to celebrate a 20th anniversary or a 20th birthday than uh, doing a reissue? Um, so, when was the last time it was available? That's one question I, I've been wondering. When, when you, could you last buy a copy of the album? Uh, the on closest, any format? The closest uh, has been a few years ago. We put it on, uh, finally put it up online on streaming and yes. Bandcamp and those kinds of things but yeah prior to that I don't even know <laughs> I can't even remember the last time I saw an actual CD copy of it do I you, don't even have a CD copy of it I was going to ask do you have a copy of it that's not gold or platinum no which <laughs> <laughs> sounds kind of wangy doesn't it <laughs> well I'm sure those gold and platinum ones do they play I'm sure they still play Oh, I think you'd have to un. Uh, no, I think that's actually glued to the. Oh, really? To the backing board, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can only play the A side. Um, yeah. That's great. Oh um, no, 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 because it's it's a CD. Oh, true. Oh, yes, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, what memories can you recall from the time of like recording that record, making it? Because you know that that first EP that came out, well, I think in ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, um, you know, um, great. And I was just actually looking at our copy of it before, um, because we've got everything you put out on our CD wall just behind me. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, and that, that that EP did really well. I mean, it went to number seventeen on the charts. So there's a little bit of anticipation, and there was a bit of a gap between the EP and the album. So what what can you remember from the time you were recording it? Was there like, man, we did quite well with that, our initial EP? Um, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Um, uh, I think. I mean, we we worked with David Long, who mm. was the guitarist in the Muttonbird um, uh, as producer. And we just kind of had a, you know, had record, went into what was then Marmalade Audio in Wellington, and we spent I think two weeks recording it, just like in there from like whatever time in the morning we could get there till whatever time at night we were still sort of functioning, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, just spent two weeks of intense work tracking everything and. And just getting it done. It was, it was so much fun. It was a really joyous um, experience. From you know, yeah, yeah. Now it, it took a month to chart. How was that month? The gap between the release date of the twenty fourth through to um, charting one month later. Were you a little bit nervous and thinking that oh maybe it's not going anywhere? 
No. Do you remember? Well, I mean, we honestly, we didn't actually, we didn't care. <laughs> if I'm honest, it's like, um, you know, the, the main priority was to record an album that we were really proud of yeah. and to get out and play some more shows, you know, especially bigger shows and stuff like that. It's like, no, I don't think anybody really understands how the charts work. And yes. Uh, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a, a priority. I mean, it might have been for the record company, but it wasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't so much for us. You know? and, and in all fairness, that's the end of the department, not ours. But yeah. Our, our ethos was that we were here to make the best music that we could and um, the rest. You know, any sort of chart thing is a record company's responsibility. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Um, <laughs> but it did end of the charts between Bomb Funk MCs in stereo and Destiny's Child's um, Writing on the <laughs> Wall. Um, and Limp Biscuit was number one at the time on that, that initial first week you entered. And I love the yeah. fact that, you know, you knocked Destiny Child off number one spot with Lydia uh, to be the Christmas number one, which I guess isn't, <laughs> insignificant, isn't as significant in Aotearoa as it is in the UK. But still a big thing. Still a big thing. Um, yeah, I think also was. Um, uh, I think the, I, I do remember that Warners were particularly stoked with that because uh, I don't think New Zealand has had a Christmas number one, you know, by a New Zealand artist in like some ridiculous amount of time, like fifty years or something wow. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might be exaggerating the number. I'm, I'm, I can't actually tell you, but I do remember them being particularly. About it. That's amazing. That's amazing. Also on the charts at the time was Weta's uh, Geographica. So uh, yeah, R- what R- an Pan album. Aaron. Yeah, such a good, such a great record. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's reissue time. So um, what's the what's the plan with the reissue? Is it going to be um, just a straight put it out as it was released um, back then, or are you going to do anything special with it? Oh, excuse me, yawning. Um, we are having we're running a. Um, Fledgling campaign, fund- mm-hmm. crowdfunding campaign to raise the money to do so, um, and it has taken off. It has with a hiss and a roar. Um, so you, if you go to pledgeme.co.nz, you'll find the 20th anniversary vinyl pressing campaign there, or you can go to Fur Patrol's Facebook page. Um, and yeah, it basically it's it's. It felt like the right thing to do for us because we haven't been we haven't been active for so long, mm-hmm. um, and you know, um, and we kind of we own the rights to the album ourselves now, and it felt like you know, so it kind of feels like going back to how we started, where we did everything absolutely ourselves with the with the help of our friends and um, and fans and so on, I suppose, and. Um, yeah, it's fun. It feels really interactive, and um, we're overwhelmed by the support we've had so far. It's great. Yeah, it's amazing. And so far, yeah, and and the, the the cool thing about that too is it's basically pre-ordered. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And so far, you've raised um, fifteen thousand. Yeah. Almost, almost on the on the button. Um, so not far to go now. So this we want to get people behind it. Um, so are you going like in terms of um, the sound of the record? Are, is it going to be like um, remastering or anything like that? Uh, yeah, we've had it remastered uh, for uh, specifically for vinyl. And Mike Gibson, who originally engineered uh, Pat in studio when we were recording, he's done the the master for the vinyl. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, and uh, Andrew B. White, who did the original artwork, has 
um, re-digging that for the LP and we're going to do it's a double LP because we couldn't fit all the songs on one <laughs> and we just felt like it would be sacrilege to lose you know we'd have to cut I think three tracks from the album we just went nah we're not doing yeah. that um, and we're including the you know the the hidden track which was so in vogue <laughs> in the late 90s um, and we're including that for the very first time, like officially. So that's really, we're really stoked about that as well. It totally needs to come back. The hidden track. It was such oh. a it was such an amazing thing. And if you didn't know about it and somehow discovered it because you didn't turn off the CD player that time, you, you, your mind was blown. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, there was also the um, the whole. Uh, I know that there was also the like another thing that happened after the you know the advent of the hidden track was the pre hidden track. Oh. So like you. You know, you put your CD player in and you press play on track one, and then you'd hit rewind and it would go back and there'd be another song hidden at the start of it. I didn't, I didn't know that. Oh my god, I know Nick Cave did it. Of course. Um, a few artists, few other artists <laughs> did that as well. <laughs> so there you go, now you're going to be going back to all your old, like, late 90s, early 2000s CDs looking for the pre-hidden track. Well, and I'm at a radio station with thousands of CDs still, so I'm, thanks, Julia. You've given me about a month's <laughs> worth of work. <laughs> um, I'm going to start with Bomb Funk MCs in stereo and follow it up with Destiny's Child's Writing on the Wall. Um, <laughs> now, um, to, like, I mean, right, we're talking about the fact that it was on CD, but now it's going to be on vinyl, and yeah. I can imagine as, as an artist that's you know, that's a, that's a dream to have this record on vinyl. Yeah, totally. Well, and also, at the time, um, you know, nobody was making yeah. vinyl. You know, it was a very... Uh, no, no one, sorry, no one other than, and you know, like, um, dance music was making vinyl, really. It was incredibly expensive to do, just sort of generally, um, especially in, in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, there was no one here doing it. So, And now we've got holiday records here in Auckland, which is... Fantastic, uh, and they're doing great, great work. I've been in and had a look at uh, records coming off the, off the squishy machine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't think the technical term. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's a really cool process. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean the smell, the weight, everything is going to be so special. Have you had a test press press yet? Have you had a listen? No, no, we we won't actually get the test pressing until um, we'll. Uh, after the campaign closes. Oh, nice, nice. I bet you can't yeah. wait for that moment. It will be um, be really amazing. Um, brilliant. So we can get behind this campaign by going to pledgeme.co.nz. Um, like we said, there's, there's um, still a little bit to get us over the line, but not too much to go. So yep. everyone jump on. And it's no, not like not you, it's not like you're just you know um, giving money. You're going to get something back as well. There's a whole bunch of different things that you can receive as um, as a pledger. That is correct. That is correct. Putting indeed. copies of our second album on vinyl. Uh, we've got uh, some, uh, like a card, because all four of us live in different cities, and like Wellington, Auckland, Melbourne, and Paris. <laughs> we can't actually, we can't physically sign the album itself, so we've got some little cards printed, and we're going to, they're coming. Steve's printing those out in Paris and sending them to Simon in Melbourne and he's sending them to Andrew and Wellington and then they get sent. Andrew brings them up to me and we're going to put them in the um, packets and send them out. You know, we're going to have a whole, I don't know, probably a couple of days 
packaging up records and sending them out to people. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Um, right, so that, that's incredible. Another thing that's incredible, and we'll just quickly touch on it, is um, the Silver Scrolls. Now, you've been nominated before. I'm not quite sure. Did Lydia get nominated? I couldn't find anything because I know you got single. No, of the year. it didn't, and um, that was because we didn't know that with the Silver Scrolls, in order to be eligible, you have to put forward a song yourself. Or, That's right. Um, and we didn't know that at the time, and so we didn't do it. So it was never even put forward as a, yeah. you know, to be on the list. Which we were obviously gutted about. <laughs> you would have been. And Neil Finn won it that year, I think, in 2001, which would have been uh, the year you were eligible, and it was the only time he's won a Silver Scroll. Oh, is it? Yeah. He, the song oh. he did with Cheryl Crow. Uh, I can't remember the name of the track. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go, indeed. Um, so um, it's amazing. Um, you've, of course, yeah, you've been nominated yourself, and you had that song... Uh, performed by the Unfaithful Ways. Williams. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, amazing. What, you know, absolute dreamboat. Um, <laughs> and now you're going to be the director, and I'm sure you've been to many um, Silver Scrolls before. It's such an amazing event, and the um, the and the selections from the music directors are always totally on point. Some of them you think, wow, is that actually going to work? How's that going to go? And they always work out so well. Um, yeah. So you've got a big job, is what I'm trying to say, Julia Deans. Yeah, it's quite funny. I did. I sort of every time I've gone, I've gone, man, it'll be a really cool thing to do. But um, uh, I finally, you know, it's like get, getting asked this year was a total honour. And um, and I sort of haven't really been thinking too much about what a, you know about it being a big deal. In fact, it was just sort of like, oh, you know, somebody in the background always organises this stuff, and it's really cool. <laughs> And then now it's just like everybody knows, and it's kind of weird. About <laughs> I don't think it was a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be amazing. The Silver Scrolls are always um, such a, a great event, and yeah. we were lucky enough to have it in Otiputi not that long ago, and it was really fun. Uh, yeah, I came down for that. It was a great night. It was a really great night. And now, of course, Nadia Reid is nominated again this year, and her song will be performed by somebody you select. So we'll yeah. be looking on with uh, great anticipation on that. Um, brilliant. So, um, well, thank you for joining us, Julia. Really can't wait to um, see, feel, smell. Um, taste, I guess, the the album <laughs> <laughs> on vinyl when it's released. Um, just make, make sure you disinfect it afterwards, you know, yeah. COVID safety. True, very true. You are licking it. <laughs> um, it's such a, an amazing record and such an important record um, and placed up there um, on the pedestal alongside so many other great New Zealand albums throughout the years. Um, I mean, I, I loved the record when it came out. Um, especially uh, Andrew, I thought that single was oh, um, awesome. Thank you. Was, re- was really ga- great. It's a, you know perfect balance of that record through pop, uh, heavy riffs. Um, I don't know it's just it's just such a great album. So um, to have it reissued um, must be an honour for you, and it's an honour for us to be able to have it come back into our lives again. So oh, um, thanks, Julia. Thank, thank you. We're very excited. Thank yeah, you. Indeed, indeed. Well, uh, what song would you like me to play? Oh gosh. Um, I'll play Andrew then. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Track number one. Ah, easy peasy. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, Julia, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Uh, you and too. we can't wait for the pressing to come out. Pledgeme.co.nz is where you go. Um, all right. See you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. All right, Julia Dean's reissue of Pet, seminal album from two, the year 2000 is going to be reissued. You can get behind it. Pledgeme.co.nz is where you go. Just look out Fur Patrol and you will find it. Here is track number one off that record. It's Andrew. You're on the one.
All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.